Hello and welcome to Earth Medicine Podcast, your daily medicine for inspired living. My name is Alexia and I am sharing stories, motivations and wisdom from Mama Earth and her change makers. I am so excited you're here with me today. Now tune in and listen. Welcome friends, this is another episode of Earth Medicine Podcast with my dearest teacher Magian Suvera from the Himalayas. And I decided to invite her back to the podcast to talk about Mama Earth today. And I have a bunch of burning questions about the Earth uh, herself and been trying to um, work on different projects that are kind of helping the Earth, I thought. But then recently my teacher told me that there's no reason to save the Earth. <laughs> so, dearest Ma, welcome first of all. Welcome, Alexia. Thank you. And I'm so glad to uh, speak to your audience again. Hmm. I'm so excited you're here uh, today. And I'm going to dive right into this, this very first burning question and the statement that you've told me recently that we don't need to save the Earth. Can you explain to me why, why is that so? Or why, why do we not have to engage in some kind of you know, service in the world to, to make the world a better place. Right now the world is kind of burning, or the earth is burning, we say, or the earth is dying even. So we are all asked to participate in a certain way. Do you think um, that is our job? Well, there, there are two, three sentences that you have just spoken, and they are quite contradicting, and they are not exactly uh, what will have the same answer. Number one, why wouldn't why shouldn't we save the earth number two should we not serve the earth you know let me understand and make you understand and answer these two questions first do we not want to save the earth now are we so powerful enough to save the earth are we powerful enough to save the earth do we have that power to save the earth are we even aware of the kind of power the earth herself has she doesn't need any saving. She knows how to take care of herself. She knows how to save herself. And when she gets fed up, she just opens up and swallows people. When she gets fed up, she just creates an earthquake, tsunamis, hurricanes, and everything. She knows how to take care of herself. So we can't save the earth. The earth will save herself. Now, part number two, question number two. Should we not serve the earth? Yes, we should be serving us. She is our mother. You know, she is our mother. We should not only serve her, but have so much of reverence that we bow down and put our head on the ground every day, give her a kiss, give her a hug every day, acknowledge that we're tramping on her, walking on her every day. And uh, serving her becomes our primary responsibility as important as we would serve our own biological mother. She is our cosmic mother and we serve her. Mm. Now here the question is that, People who are in shallow waters often make too much noise. And people who are in deep waters do what they have to do but don't make noise. You know, now the entire scenario of broadcasting about saving the earth, to me it appears to be like a big ego game. Are we creating so much power around us that we can save the earth? Hello, can we pick up the earth or lift her up or do anything to her? Can you even change for a second the orbiting of the earth around the sun? 
Can you even modify the rotation or the revolution of the earth even for a second? Do we have that kind of a control? We don't. We cannot do anything to save her other than being extremely loving and not so noisy. I'm not very happy with the kind of negative propaganda that goes on all the time with millions of people saying, oh, the earth is dying, the earth is dying. I want to reverse this statement into the earth is beautiful, the earth is not dying. And at an individual level, each one takes the responsibility, the commitment, the promise, and the wow to not abuse her. For those who are abusing the earth, despite all the awareness that is coming around the world, for those who are abusing the earth, she knows how to take care of them. She knows she's a mother. She knows how to whack them. Mm. She knows how to treat them. And she knows how to convert them into whatever she desires. From your point of view and my point of view, our responsibility ends where in our limited circles of friends and foes and friends and family and, you know, we, we create this awareness very lovingly and very softly, not vehemently, not aggressively, not violently, not fearfully. The fear vibrations are something that is very scary. When you create fear on a broadcasting uh, media, you know, that, oh, she's dying, oh, she's dying, these fear vibrations collectively are more harmful than the actual harm that we do to the earth. So in a way, it's brainwashing us in another way into fear. Into fear, mm. which is of no use. The awareness of a greener, healthier earth is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. The awareness of the things that are not good for the earth is a good thing. But to constantly keep hopping upon the destruction aspect is not a very healthy thing. So you think donating for earthly causes uh, doesn't really help? Well, why not? You're donating to your mother. It is certainly helpful. You can donate, you can plant trees, you can do everything. At an individual level, everybody must understand that the word donating should not enter into the ego level of your body. When I, when I, when I give a certain amount of money or a certain amount of my energy for the service of earth, I do it quietly because she's my mother. Mm -hmm. Do we say a hundred times in the day that, oh, I am donating my contribution to my biological mother? Do I say that? I just serve my mother. Mm -hmm. You know, so you constantly can be serving mother, making her better and better. Mother Earth is your mother, my mother, everyone's mother. We serve her quietly. Mm -hmm. This whole this whole show about saving Mother Earth and contributions and donations and mm -hmm. all of this is something which is more like an ego game, I feel personally. Mm -hmm. And the service part is all right, but the propaganda part is not something which is healthy. My question is, though, in terms of being quiet, like when we are quiet, we're not creating more awareness. I feel like as a spiritual teacher or working in the spiritual uh, and healing field, I am, you know, it's my responsibility maybe to create more awareness. And, and that means maybe speaking about it a little bit more. If, right? you, if you are a spiritually evolved person, you will realize the dangers and the, the threatening Uh, the threatening uh, scenario on Mother Earth. You will recognize and be aware even without anyone telling you. 
But if a person is unevolved, how much ever you shout and tell him, he is not going to be bothered about how damaging is his presence on earth. So for people who are mature enough to understand the importance of serving and taking care of the earth lovingly will join you. When you become a living, inspiring example, they will join you, you know. So mm -hmm. you can do propaganda of the work that you're doing, but not flash, dangering signals. I'm repeating, when we are flashing and, you know, amplifying signals of danger to Mother Earth, they are creating holograms that are scaring the earth itself. Mm -hmm. She knows at the end of the game, she knows what to do. If she shivers a little, then the, uh, millions of people can shiver. You know, she knows what to do. I am, I'm very confident about this, that there is a power in this universe. What we call God or what we call consciousness or what we call the controlling superpower in this universe that keeps the earth floating in the galaxy and uh, keeps the planets going round the orbit. This power knows what to do to save the earth because the, the earth belongs to the power. The earth was created by this power for a certain purpose. Mm -hmm. It knows what to do with the earth. It knows how to sustain, how to make it survive, how to make this entire Maya in the continuing uh, sequence. You know, we are too small, Alexia, mm. to even think about saving the earth. We are too small. Let us love her and serve her. And the, the statement gets over there. The moment we say we want to save the earth, we are making ourselves bigger than needed. Mm -hmm. We are not so big. So you're, you're saying that none of the, like the catastrophes, the, you know, the, the fire right now uh, that are all over the world, uh, even the mass production, everything that's happening on such a global level, it's, it's not man-made. It's kind of anyway something that the earth is doing to eradicate or to kind of lift up to to new what well, if there if there was a doing aspect if there was a man made doing aspect mm -hmm. why can't we just reverse it can you reverse anything when when comes autumn and when the leaf falls from the tree mm -hmm. can you stick it back you can't mm -hmm. there is a process The process of the leaf falling and the new leaves coming and then the flowering and then the fruition and then the falling again. There are cycles which are effortlessly, flawlessly going on for, uh, you know, millions of years. And even if there are changes coming, for instance, global warming, yeah. which you were asking me yesterday, the global warming. Well, these are transitions that are coming on the earth. For some reason that the power knows. Man has no capacity to do anything. If, it, he, if he has the capacity to do anything, he would do things that he wants. You know, he could, why can't he reverse? He can't reverse the cycles. You know, so the, the fires, I mean, I have all my uh, sadness in the heart for, for the eradication of many people and tribes and, you know, all of that is there and it, it bundled up as compassion in my heart. But I know that we are not doing anything. Mankind is not capable of doing anything. Mankind appears to be do doing. You see, this whole Maya has been designed that uh, il the illusion has been, uh, you know, casted in such a way that we feel we are doing the good things as well as the bad things. Even the good things, all these discoveries, all these inventions, all these beautiful things that are created on the earth, man 
wants to take credit, we have created this. We have not created this. This is dispensed from ether, from another zone where the universe knows what to dispense to humanity to play. We are like children. He dispenses toys to us every now and then, new toys coming in our playground every day to play with. Similarly, the wrong things happening here are a part of a collective happening. We do have a collective causal. The Indian tradition talks about a collective causal. We are at a very deeper level responsible for this entire scenario and game that is happening. But it's a more thought-provoking game and a thought-instigating game. So essentially, I feel every human being has to consciously create love in the heart, remove fear. And fear for something like saving the earth, you can't do it. So just love her more and more, love her more and more. You know, when, when, when our child is not well, do we create a panic in the newspapers that he's going to die, he's going to die, he's going to die? We do the necessary things. <laughs> On the other hand, we say, you're going to be all right, baby. You're going to be all right, honey. Tomorrow you're going to go to school. We give him a hug. We give him all the pills needed. We give him the medicines. We give him the right food. We don't create panic. Panic is a wrong thing to do. Concern? Yes, we should have a concern. But with the, with the deeper understanding mm -hmm. and certitude that Mother Earth knows what she has to do mm -hmm. to take care of herself. So you're kind of saying that by just focusing on my own sadhana, my own spiritual practice, it is plenty, it's enough for me to, yes, to serve the earth. Yes, raise a collective vibration of uh, green earth, beautiful, healthy, singing mm -hmm. earth. Raise collective vibrations, sing songs of her glory, mm -hmm. sing songs of her victory, sing songs of her health and happiness. That vibration would do her good. Then raising vibrations of fear. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, she will do what she has to do, for sure. But let us fulfill our responsibility of creating good vibes. And what, what are you saying about wars then? Because wars, aren't they started by some stupid person that decided he wants to fight and eradicate someone else? Isn't that something that came out of, you know, somebody's stupid mind? Or is that also an agenda of the earth, kind of on a bigger scale, eradicating people? Uh, yes, yes. Everybody becomes an instrument. Very beautiful shloka from Bhagavad Gita. It says, that, come on, get up, take your arms and start killing because he, Arjuna was in the war. Start killing and do your duty. Know that you cannot kill someone because you want to kill. The person whom you will slay already stands slayed on the pages of destiny. You understand? Human beings are not capable of doing anything. If any mad hatter wants to take a gun and shoot a thousand people, he also becomes an instrument. He also becomes an instrument from a larger perspective, from a broader perspective, from God's perspective. But Everything why, is perfect in this world. Why is that an instrument of God? Well, there has to be a black and white balance in this world. Otherwise, lopsided civilizations have died. We know that. Mm. For ages, we've known, we know, we, we know about the Atlantis 
We know about many civilizations that perish. There cannot be just one polarity. There have to be two polarities. These polarities balance the earth energy. These polarities eradicate people that, is, that are not required. And, you know, somebody was asking me the other day, what about good people who innocently get killed in violence uh, scenarios? You know, innocent children sometimes, good people sometimes. I'm sure the souls know where they're going. Individuals get over. You know, I am Ma, Ma Gyan. When Ma Gyan goes, the soul is not going. The soul is going to take another form that will continue the glory of Ma Gyan. You get my mm. point? The beautiful Alexia will never die. She will change clothes. Your soul will continue the glory of Alexia in another form. Mm -hmm. So people don't die. Nobody dies. It goes on, the show goes on. And goes mm -hmm. on for like millions of years. The soul's journey goes on. The suffering is there for people who are alive because they are under the grip of Maya. Mm -hmm. Can you we explain suffer. Maya a little more? Maya is this whole, you know, cast, casting of the illusion. Mm -hmm. Consciousness has casted a big illusion and that is Maya. In, in another separate podcast, we will talk about Maya. Yes, surely. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's, it's just a, like all of this, this fear, the, the polarity, even that, you know, man-made things, um, it's just a big illusion and that we are just moved by a higher power that anyway is guiding us. So it's, it's part of our duty then in a way to just surrender to that power, not to find a connection to this power, to yes. understand how, you know, everything in this universe works maybe. Our responsibility as we evolve is to understand more and more the cause and effect theory, to understand more and more the power that is controlling this universe and to become more and more lovable, loving and surrendering, to create vibrations of love and surrender. Even if a bunch of people do it, it affects the whole. There are people who are not capable of loving, sadly. Mm -hmm. Can we look at them as brethren, that, uh, as brothers and sisters that require our, you know, compassion and vibrations? Can we just... I mean, in a family, sometimes you have one kid who just doesn't help anyone and is all the time destroying things and creating so much of uh, chaos. You know, the mother, father, and the, and the rest of the children learn how to deal with him. You know, we, we learn to deal with them. They are like um, destructive people on earth. But that does, not, that does not certainly indicate that we should stop creating positive vibrations. And keep engaged the whole day in analyzing these bunch of people who are like notorious. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to essentially create positive vibrations of love, harmony, peace every day. I just think it's sometimes it's very hard for me personally when I think, for example, about children and children in, in Africa, also in India, that like just grow up on the street or are very under privileged or, or malnourished and also women uh, in certain parts of the world who, who just don't have any rights or are more treated like a commodity you know and in a way I'm trying to wrap my head around how do I you know for myself and for my own living like what can I do to even be okay with that because when I think about it I'm not and it makes me angry you, you, have, to, uh, you have to have compassion and love for them you have to have concern for them Whenever, wherever you see children, 
who are underprivileged, give them a hug, give them love, do whatever you can do to make them, make their life more, uh, you know, beautiful. Do all the work. But the very thought of I have to do and the very thought of we have to do, the doership is a negative aspect. The doership is a negative aspect. You're, you're in, number one, you're not doing anything. You're being guided to do something. Number two, your doing is not going to save the earth anyway. You know, so you you're remove, making me cry now. <laughs> you have to remove the doership. Keep doing whatever you're doing, understanding that I'm living each day as it comes and I am full of love and full of giving to whoever is coming in front of me. When you go to Africa, go serve those children. When you go to India, serve those children, love those children. From your side, do everything, but stop thinking that you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So that means I do because I find joy in doing this yes. thing, so not because I'm attached to the yes. outcome of my whatever. Most I'm doing, of no? the people who do service and they call it service mm -hmm. and they make a propaganda of service are actually making their own inner self happy. And I'm not critically saying this. I'm saying it very lovingly. Even at a smaller level, in my small space, when I, let's say I have a helper, a maid or a helper, someone who's doing seva, mm. and today I give her something to pamper her. I give her some extra money. I give her sweet box. And then, you know, I take a deep breath and I sit down and I observe that this giving has made me happy. <laughs> and, right. and so end of the day, if something is not making you happy, you will not do it, however good it may be for the other person. So the, 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 the impetus and the energy behind all you're doing is your own happiness. And so if you're doing it for your own happiness, why take honors to it? Why do you right. claim that I'm serving the world? Well, just do it. I'm making myself happy by serving. That's it. It's a painful truth. Yeah, I don't even want to tell you how much money I've donated in my life, basically, to make myself happy. Yes, that's, that's what money is for, to make you happy. That is what money is for. It's the utility item. Money is not something that will, that will uh, go with you after, after you die. It's not going to go with your soul. Hmm. Money is something you have to utilize until you're alive. And utilize it for all good things. You've donated, you've done a very nice thing. It has made you happy. Wonderful. Mm. It's worth the happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's worth the happiness. At, at least you did not spend it on a world travel or a world tour or you did not spend it on buying some wardrobe full of bags or uh, shoes which are just going to be uselessly thrown away here and there. Mm -hmm. You've donated that money. It has given you happiness and joy. That was the purpose. Mm -hmm. How many people have been benefited out of that money is something you shouldn't even count. Let the, let the money flow. Let the money flow and go. So basically, I mean, collective uh, awareness um, and consciousness is rising if more and more people just practice joy, you know, jo joyful living or do things out of love without attachment or just give for this, just for the sake of living, no? Without yes. expecting. In fact, all the propaganda about uh, the negative propaganda about the earth dying or the global warming and this and that. Instead of that, if there is a positive propaganda about how beautiful it is to love making, you know, the earth greener and greener. 
how joyous it is to participate in these activities that make the earth greener mm-hmm. you know if you give the incentive of love and happiness and joy make such a big propaganda about it probably people will step in and work together you know to to see the joy that they are getting out of doing uh, whatever they are doing you know it is it is wrong to do something saying that the others need your service nobody needs your service you need to serve to make yourself happy hmm wow okay and what's the difference between you know a collective vibration of people coming together who want to serve the earth because they think it's dying or people coming together because they just want to sing to the earth what's the difference the difference is you know you, have you seen the hari krishna movement people of course they they have the <laughs> I'm one of them they they have the the drum and they're singing and then they're dancing you know service should be in that spirit mm-hmm. service should be in that spirit we have come together to celebrate the earth and your pockets are full of money give that money plant trees your pockets are full of money give that money make make beautiful animal sheds you know use your money sing dance celebrate and do it and don't try to become so big that oh, we are all here to save the earth <laughs> i find that ridiculously hilarious <laughs> so we should all pick up instruments and start uh, praying and singing for for yeah that is now. a beautiful thing to do sing and pray for her sing glories of her even brighter bigger beautiful than she is now and uh, the miracles that that she's going to create in the future the beautiful humanity that she's going to raise mm. humanity is not raising mother earth mother earth is raising humanity mm. the equation has to be reversed in our heads wow yeah that's a big one much needed one wasn't there something like a story you told me about a village people coming together and and singing yes we were i was i was giving you the example of how collective consciousness works in india yeah. it's a very common thing it has been pictured uh, you know shot and pictured in many movies also a drought when it comes famine and drought when it comes especially in the western side of india which are bordering the desert area rajasthan and gujarat area when there is drought and famine people from different villages come together you know they 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 like a consecrated uh, gathering a very big gathering about thousands of people and they all sing they look up on the on the sky they look up to the sky and they call for the rain they sing and they call for the rain and it rains it, um. yes it rains collective consciousness collective vibes collective thoughts create holograms in the ether that become a reality don't create scary images of mother earth no i'm seeing movies i'm seeing documentaries i mean creative people are doing their best to make it as scary as possible you But know couldn't the intention of these people be you know also like from a real deep inner you know need to help and and because yes. it's also our home and people have this connection yes. that our home is dying so many people don't even know yeah 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 i'm not i'm you know? not at all i'm not i'm not doubtful about the intention the intentions are very beautiful all those who are engaged in these kind of organizations and these kind of uh, you know movements collective earth movements are having bottom line very beautiful intentions but the 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 way of working is not right 
The way of working is not right, the outcome is not right, and they themselves need to redefine their service in a better way. Mm -hmm. And it starts with personal practice. Yes, certainly. Without that, you know, the awareness, unless the awareness is awakened, you have to awaken the awareness to understand that what we are doing is something that is uh, being dispensed from a higher uh, power. Mm -hmm. I am not doing that. Doership is a very dangerous thing for human beings, for human evolution. We are not doing anything. And do you think uh, in the West we're buying into that fear a whole lot more because we don't have so much this, this spiritual connection to even God or something you know bigger? Everything is very rational and systematic in the West and people are you know, less and less even believing in, in God, a higher power, uh, can't really name uh, what's going on and want to understand it with their brain and also take ownership and responsibility fully for that, which is in a way empowering for people, but somehow it's overwhelming also. Do you think that that situation now where, where we are is, is why we are buying into that fear? Yes, I see now that I'm sitting here in Vienna with you mm -hmm. and I am walking through the streets of Europe I'm seeing that people are very systematic, very conditioned, very logical, very diagrammatically perfect. You know, so for such a uh, collective uh, humanity, it is very difficult to understand the subtler aspects of surrender, faith, trust, into and anchoring into a superpower that uh, I call God, but a lot of people are, I see that are allergic to the word God over here. Uh, we can use the word consciousness or we can use the word uh, the divine light, you know. The anchoring and faith into the divine light is missing. So it's my life, I have to do something about it, I have to save myself, I have to serve myself. The I, 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 me and myself is gripped, you mm -hmm. know, in everybody's mind. When, when at an individual level I understand this, if I understand this, that my life is happening Under the folds of doing, there is a beautiful, steady and a sure process of happening. If one really understands this, that whatever I do this moment, I'm meant to do. And it's, it's a part of the happening process and not so much of a doing process. Mm -hmm. we, we, if we want to do that, then we would, if we were so perfect, then we wouldn't do any blunders in our life. You see, there would be no blunders, there would be no mistakes. And if mankind is in such a level of perfection, why are disasters happening? It's a part of a process. It's a part of the yin and the yang, and the part of the dark and the white, you know. It's a, it's a very beautiful process. One should just participate with love, create vibrations, mm -hmm. because understanding that our thoughts are creating a future. This is for sure. Our thoughts mm -hmm. are creating a future. When you take the whole universe as a, as, a, as a body, then we are cells of the human body, and our cells are vibrating, and our every vibrating cell is creating a possibility, a probability of the future. So we have to be very conscious about creating positive possibilities, not negative possibilities. Mm, that's such a beautiful picture. Yeah. And that makes me like, wow, uh, aware that I am responsible for the poles, for certain poles in, in yes. the universe yes. that is yes. responsible to create a positive vibration. And it starts with one person. That's very beautiful. Thank you very much, Ma. Thank you. Alexia. I think we'll conclude our... Uh, Save the Earth podcast here and I will invite you to come back to speak about Maya the next time the yes. great illusion I would be happy if you rename 
this as not save the earth but love the earth podcast yeah. <laughs> i will do that thank I you so much lots of love to you and lots of love from vienna to all of you mm, thank you